0: guys welcome back to life sucks let's cope a podcast where we talk about how shitty life can be and the things that make it a little less shitty my name is abby samansky and with me is john do you want to do a little intro
1: sure yeah my name is john colin tony i'm a senior here at bryant um and i saw your show on social media and listened to it on spotify and you know love the message surrounding mental health and um you know i just thought i'd love to come on and, and talk with you so yeah, happy to be here
0: Glad. Um, no, I was really happy when you reached out and said, like, you wanted to come on here. Like, that's like the whole purpose of this was like I wanted people to, like, come here and talk about whatever they were like comfortable with. Um, so what is your mental health journey? What you know, what do you want to talk about?
1: Yeah, sh- yeah, sure. Um, <clears throat> you know, I think for me, it started in senior year of high school um, where I noticed, you know, some I don't know how familiar you are with like OCD, but um one of the things that i had this you know problem where like i felt like i couldn't really you know breathe it was so strange and i went to the doctors and they were like you know you're getting enough oxygen and and you know they don't there isn't really anything wrong with with that um so i looked into it more and realized that it was you know a symptom of like physical ocd which is basically like anxiety manifesting itself in like a physical symptom where like, I literally felt like I couldn't breathe, but it wasn't like anything was actually wrong with me. Yeah. Um, and so that was senior year going into my senior year of high school, which now four years ago. And, um, yeah, it felt so strange. And then sort of off of that, I just became more anxious and more worried. And, um, yeah, another sort of physical symptom developed where, um, I don't know if this is kind of like, uh, kind of awkward, but like OCD wise, like when I would go to the bathroom, like it never felt like I was relieved. Right. And it was just such a strange feeling. I was like, what is going on? Um, Now I know that like your brain is just so connected to like all parts of your body and that that's like an OCD symptom. It was so strange. I was like, this is so weird. (laughs) So weird. I was like, what is going on? I've never even you know, I wasn't like an anxious kid or like, I wasn't anything like, it just felt like all of a sudden and it was just so strange and it was like a physical symptom. So it's not like, you know, I'm making this stuff up in my head. Like yeah, I actually keeps, felt it, yeah. which is so strange. And so that was sort of like the summer going into my senior year and it completely sort of, I just started to internalize it. Cause so I was like, this is just so weird. No one can understand what I'm going through. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I was a senior, I was getting ready for like basketball and all that. And I just completely did not feel like doing any of that. Like, I'm sure, as you know, like anxiety and OCD can just become so overwhelming where it's like, I just I
0: don't want to do anything. Right.
1: So instead of, and like I was before that, I was like in the best shape of my life. I was ready to go into my senior year. I was like a captain of the basketball team. I was like, this is so exciting. And then, um, you know, I just sort of,
0: lost all motivation yeah. to do anything. Like, like I became
1: detached from reality yeah and I heard you talk about it uh a little bit um in your experience with like music and other things where you're just like looking for an escape and for me that was just like playing video games so I'd come home from school and I would just start playing video games because anything I could just to detach myself from the horrible anxieties and just like weird physical feelings and just feeling so strange so um and then I did that for like months and, you know, on the outside, I'm sure like I put on a happy face, but on the inside, it was really tough.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and then, in like, I want to say April or May of senior year, I like, cause it gets to a point where it's just like, it's so overwhelming.
2: Yeah.
0: After it continually happens, it just builds up and you're just like exhausted at that point.
1: And it was exactly, it was just like, I literally didn't know what, like, I just didn't know what to do. And you know, I told like my mom and she kind of was aware, but I mean like OCD and mental health, like, it's, it's an incredibly hard thing sometimes to communicate, especially with people like you love. Yeah. Um, so I didn't really know how to tell her, but like, I knew I needed help, uh, just like uh, the anxiety and the physical symptoms. I just remember like asking her to come down one day to the basement and I like, didn't know what to say at all, but I just Broke down crying, like it was the most like vulnerable I've ever been. Um, and it was tough, but like she had kind of like knew, like I, you know, I wasn't hanging out as much with my friends, you know, this and that. But so we kind of talked, and uh, it was tough at first, but then we decided to, you know, I needed to see a, a therapist. And so a couple months after that, I started seeing a therapist. Right away, she was like, "You have OCD and anxiety." <laughs> I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> even that, even just knowing that I wasn't crazy,
0: crazy is an amazing. Oh feeling. my God. It was
1: like a rock was lifted off of me. It was, it was great. Um, you know, and then we went through sort of just like the basics of therapy and I was, um, I know it isn't for everyone, but I was prescribed, um, medicine, certain, uh, Zoloft, certainly.
0: Yep. I was on
2: Zoloft.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just sort of a typical medication to, to be prescribed. So you know, I was on that, I was on therapy and, you know, it just over time slowly started to, you know, I got, to, I had the tools to sort of begin to fight back a little yeah. bit. And, um, you know, that time was also kind of help was like senior year and grab parties. So like, you know, there's, I was kind of seeing my friends more and out and sort of everything combined therapy, medication, and sort of being out and not like just like,
0: being alone. in my bed alone
1: yeah. um, really like helped and like going into freshman year of college, I was kind of, uh, you know, in a much better place. And, you know, there have been up and down since and obviously with college and the pandemic and other anxieties and OCDs, but um, then, sorry, I feel like it's like a very long winded answer, but since um, last year, um, and I, you know, my friends and family knew that I've gone through mental health and, uh, or struggles with mental health. I got a tattoo that said, uh, cause it was the first thing my therapist said was your brain is lying to you. Um, so I got it's lying on my bicep and I decided to be open with my experiences with mental health. I posted it on Instagram and wrote a, a medium uh, article in medium about it. And from that point on, I just decided to be open because of the responses from random people were like, hey, like I was going through this too. Like, you know, it means so much to see someone else like going through it and talking about it openly. I was like, wow, it's probably like the coolest feeling I've ever had in my life. And so since, you know, last year I've decided, you know I write like a medium post, um, like monthly I try and just on social media, try to be open about it and talk to my friends. So um, that's kind of how my mental health (laughs) has developed into that, our experience with mental health. So uh yeah so since then been been trying to be as open as I can but that's why i'm so so happy to see your podcast and want me to come on
0: yeah I, I think going back to when you like first like opened up to your mom, it is like for years i'm like i I have to be like crazy like this isn't like right. i'm experiencing something like that I know like no one else experienced it and like when I first like opened up to like my dad specifically sure. like he was extremely like responsive to it, and he's like right. let 's go get you help and then it was kind of the opposite with like um my mom she was like oh it's just like all in your head like you'll be fine and then i started seeing um first couple of therapists didn't go so well but then when right, I it s- takes time yeah, yeah when i like the therapist I have now like once i started seeing her it was just like she's like oh you are anxious you're an anxious motherfucker
2: <laughs> and right. like, okay yay i'm not crazy well i mean
1: it takes time to find i mean I kind of skipped over it because in my head like I didn't even think about it. But the first therapist I saw she was like yeah you're a hypochondriac that's what she really? said yeah and I was like what's a hypochondriac and then I looked it up and it was just like obviously like you know fearful of health-related illness it's like oh this bump is gonna be cancer. cancer yeah which I have I mean that's OCD yeah but she said oh you're a hypochondriac and I kind, of, kind of like dismissed it which was kind of strange but right like I kind of knew that wasn't the right fit I was like I feel like there's more to this, more to this yeah. so yeah no it takes sometimes you need the right fit for a therapist for sure
0: yeah my first therapist was like you're making all this up it's all you and I'm like what
1: I feel like that's not <laughs> what you're supposed to say
0: <laughs> how are you getting paid like right. how are you still no yeah I think when you first you know finally get answers and like you have someone reassure you it's much easier to like open up to more people
1: oh uh, yeah it. definitely
0: Um, you've definitely post, I've seen you post certain things about, you know, you know, having mental health issues, but also being a guy, like what has that meant to you? And
1: Yeah. 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 You know, that was kind of one of the main reasons why I wanted to to be open with it because I mean, there's definitely a stigma around mental health generally, but like, especially with guys, I think, um, you know, because I think it's a generational thing. And I, I kind of noticed this with my dad too, where it's like, you know, as a guy, you shouldn't really, you know, show emotions or it's kind of uncommon for you to, to be struggling with them and, and be open about it. Um, cause you know, there's certain stereotypes and things that come along with that, uh, which is why I kind of wanted to be open about it. Um, but I think too, is when I published like the first published, <laughs> just like a, a blog on medium. Um, but when I came up, like when I was open about it, like so many, not friends, but guys I knew in high school, like, they were the ones that reached out to me saying, you know, I'd never, like, I've gone through something similar, but you know, I've never seen someone like open about it. Yeah. And as someone who, and you mentioned like being alone with it, it's like the worst feeling ever. Um, so I was like, yeah. And I think, you know, the face of like, when you think of mental health or mental illness, like, I don't think like it would be me just like a 22 year old, guy who you know goes to a great school and has a lot of friends and so I thought it was important to sort of show that you know anyone can really struggle with with mental health and it, it doesn't fall neatly into you know gender or age or whatever
0: yeah I definitely I've seen the stigma like not obviously personally but like with a lot of like people I'm like close with Cause like they would always like brush things off. Like I had a friend, and he like opened up like a lot of things that happened to him. And I'm like, "Are you okay?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm fine." Well, yeah, yeah. I'm like, "No, like let's like like let's talk about this." Yeah, I think if you are a guy and you're open about that, you have the chance of being called like sissy or a pussy, for lack of a better word. (laughs) No, not totally. Um, so I think a lot of the times you see like people like post things about mental health. It's always women. I have not seen a lot of things from guys and like, again, like I've seen a lot of things you post and like, I absolutely like love it. I think more guys should be, you know, more open to it. Like, obviously there's always going to be people that are going to be like, shut the fuck up, like grow up, but like, who cares?
1: Right. You know, that's one of the things I thought like, so strange because I was sitting like in the tattoo places parking lot after I got my tattoo, I was like, I'm going to post something. And then before I posed, I'm like, wait, this feels like so strange to be like opening up about something like so personal to just like anybody. And one of the things I thought of was like, what are like, like, what will like, not necessarily my friends, but like people I know, like people here in high school, like mostly guys, like, what will they, like, how will their perception of me change? Yeah, Because it's not like, like, as you said, like something you don't see a ton from, from guys or men, but it was definitely like a stigma where like, I almost didn't really want to come out um, with like my experiences, but, you know, I think part of breaking that stigma is to, you know, for all of us to be open. I mean, this podcast does, you know, being open about your experiences, sort of each of us kind of is like a small part in breaking that stigma, which is why I wanted to do it. Yeah. I, the
0: amount of stigmas that like what I personally deal with and like, any mental illness it's it's that first conversation that helps like break it Um, absolutely like i had casey on here i talked about athletics um because like a lot of things like i knew like first of all like bipolar like the only thing i knew about it was like kanye like he's fucking insane and like i'm like shit like that's like that can't be me like i'm not i'm not crazy when in reality like no one's he's not crazy He just struggles
1: um, it's the same thing with OCD. I mean, like you think of OCD and it's like, you know, someone who has to be neat or someone who has to be, you know, organize things based on color or whatever. Like in reality, there's like so much more and it's just not, like our preconceived notions of bipolar being bipolar or having OCD is like, it's actually just so. that's just like one, it's wrong most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> and the two, it's like, there's so much more. Like, I feel like when you say OCD, people don't really see it as like a, you know, someone who can like really struggle with it, they see it as like,
0: oh, they just need to be clean. Yeah. Or like, you know,
1: uh, I've heard on like calls, especially having experience like mental, you know, going through this experience and continuing to like, when someone like, uh, you know, neatens up to something like, oh, that's just my OCD. And I'm like, that's not OCD. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, obviously like there's definitely people that like generally like if their things aren't like completely organized they will throw a shit fit aka my sister like i've gone in there and i will like touch things and she will literally have a shit fit she's like you move that a centimeter and she'll start crying and i was like i i because i'm a very messy person oh yeah but like yeah no when i like my idea of like ocd to begin with was literally just like need to be clean Mm -hmm. and like i saw one episode of criminal minds where this girl (laughs) had to like count everything had to be in threes right threes yeah yeah um that was my notion of like ocd and then i saw like one youtube video years back reddit you know good mythical morning oh
1: yeah yeah i love that show yeah
0: they wrote like they did like a song or something like that saying like it's not just about organization it's like more deep than that and like Mm -hmm. i've done like at least a little bit of research and like Again, with any mental illness, there's people that stereotype it Mm. and then they're upset. Right. And there was like a whole TikTok trend where it was like, I'm not anxious or like, uh, I'm undiagnosing myself. And like, it was in the mental illness, like, everyone gets a little nervous. Like, that's a whole, like, with anxiety, it's like, oh, you're just, you're just nervous. I'm like, no, I just had a full blown panic attack where I couldn't breathe. I was crying, shaking. Like, that's not being nervous. Like,
1: no, isn't I mean because I get it too. OCD and anxiety, like the shortness of breath, it's
2: it's it's the so worst bad. feeling in
1: the world. Because then I'm literally like, and because of like my OCD, like then I'll like Google like I'll be like shortness of breath, <laughs> and then I'll, I'll add in like another symptom. I'm like shortness of breath, and my my forehead is like a little warm too. And they're like, oh, you have ALS. I'm like, oh my god. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah.
0: I mean, mine would be like shortness of breath. It was hard to like swallow. Sure. Sure and like my heart was always beating and i was searching things are like you're having a heart attack and i'm like a constant heart attack. <laughs> like this doesn't make
1: that, sense <laughs> that's the word I no i had another one that was like even like a year ago where i just had like um like you know when you get like a twitch in your like your eye or something or yeah. something like that and i i like had a couple of those and i looked it up and it was like one of the symptoms is like als so then I like i looked it up and i'm like show my phone I was like wow I have like I have ALS this is crazy and I like go to the doctor the next day and he's like I like told him I was like yeah like I had these like muscle twitches and like I looked it up and I have ALS and I've literally just been like in my bed the whole day I think I have ALS and he's like yeah you don't have ALS I'm like oh okay Okay, sweet thanks yeah if I could have used that a little earlier but whatever
0: (laughs) no I would get eye twitches purely from exhaustion and stress yeah and
1: one of the things journey I'm sure you know the power of your brain and the connection to like physical symptoms and physical parts. It's so powerful. And it's so like, I never before, like, you know, going through and, and recognizing, you know, CD and anxiety, like I had no idea that I can manifest itself physically. And it's, it's just, I, I don't think like a lot of people like realize that, like you said, like, you're like, Oh, you're just anxious about something. You're like, no, I literally couldn't breathe for like 20 minutes, and I couldn't focus. I couldn't do this or that.
0: And it sucks that like a lot of the time, like your mental illness is only recognized when it does turn into physical symptoms. Because then you can be like, like, see me and yeah, 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 yeah. how it's affecting me. Like, I know when I'm extremely like depressed, like my body physically hurts.
2: Oh. And I'm just
0: like in bed in a ball. Like I never want to get up. I'm in pain um but like that's how you know what's getting bad when like you're physically showing oh yeah like sometimes like I know as a kid I was anxious motherfucker like I was always so nervous and I would cry and throw up and they're like and like I went to I saw a doctor because like my stomach was constantly hurting yeah. I was throwing up and they're like you just need to stop drinking apple juice and I'm like what the fuck is that like 10 year old me was like this is a little sus but I'll do it and I didn't drink apple juice for six years Wow. Turns out it was apple yeah, wasn't Yeah, <laughs> you were missing
1: out on apple juice. I
0: know.
1: Oh. No, I but like like I mean your brain, and that's because I've had that same thing too where I've been like so anxious where I've had like stomach problems.
2: Yeah.
1: And then um, you know, I go into the and obviously because like I have OCD, like I looked it up and it's like, oh, I'm just assuming I have stomach cancer <laughs> or something like that. And then I go and she's like, I'm like, yeah, I've had, you know, I've just told her like my stomach feels so weird and like I'm like thrown up. And she like we go through and like oh I've been anxious about this or this, but um. She's like I remember because this happened like two years ago, and I was like yeah I've been like worried I have like stomach cancer and she was like yeah people your age don't get stomach cancer like that's,
0: not you should to- stop thinking about yeah. that I'm like oh I okay mean, it's so easy when you literally just search like this this and this and then the first thing that pops up is cancer I mean I I I I know it was what, like two years ago, I was having issues and they're like, I searched and they're like cervical and ovarian cancer. And then I went to the doctor. I'm like, we're testing you for cancer. And I remember that week I didn't go to school. I didn't do anything. I'm like, I have cancer. I, have cancer. I literally broke down at work. I work at, I used to work at D'Angelo's. I'm in the middle of making a sandwich, literally crying. The customer's like, are you okay? And I turn I'm like, I have cancer. I didn't have cancer. But like that. You're like I just
1: wanted to steak and cheese. What's going on here? <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> is
0: that? I'm not your therapist. No, but I think yeah, your brain with especially like your tattoos, true. Your brain is lying to you. And mm. it takes years and to mm. to even possibly rewind your brain. It mm. took years. I mean, I still I'm still like overthink a lot of things, but like it took my um myself like years to like. Rewired that no one gives two shits about what I'm wearing. And if they do care, cool. Great. Fantastic. They can fuck off. Yeah. yeah.
1: And Uh, like even that recognition, like you said, like rewiring your brain, like that doesn't mean you still don't like struggle with it or still don't have bad days, but that recognition is so it's so crucial. And uh, like, you know, for me that came with, you know, seeing a therapist or this or that. But just the recognition of it is just so huge. And it it goes such a long way. Like you said.
0: And once like, once one person recognizes it, you can able, you're able to like, totally self like self recognition. And like, that's when like real progress happens. And like, yeah, I, for years, I'm like, I'm just, I'm just crazy. And then my, my final therapist, you're not, you're not in any way, shape or form crazy. And like, when I first, my mood was getting like really bad. Like it got really bad the beginning of my sophomore year here. Okay, um, yeah. Like I was going in and out of like, either I'm like, I'm on top of the world or like, I'm two seconds from jumping off a bridge and it made <laughs> no sense. I'm like, I'm, I'm fucking crazy. Like this, like this makes no sense. Sorry. Um, And then I started talking to a psychiatrist. She's like, yeah, I mean, you're not crazy i can count on that there's something definitely wrong that we need (laughs) to address but you're not crazy and like when especially when you're in this revolving door when you Mm -hmm. never know like how you're going to feel on a certain day yeah you start to feel a little little crazy up there
1: so and like just like think about it i mean what you just mentioned and like in my case like there was like months on end especially before i like got help where like I'd go weeks and weeks just thinking I have cancer
2: yeah
1: it's like and you look back on that it's like what does that do to like your brain like physically like I I think that like I was thinking that I was dying and it was like an intrusive thought that continued throughout the day for like months on end you look back and you're like you know there's a reason why I was like tired there's a reason why I felt disconnected there's a reason why I felt lonely like that stuff really impacts you physically and it's just like
0: it's draining it's 110. like if you went every day thinking you were like i never like i only experienced like that when someone was like you might have ovarian cancer Yeah, <laughs> obviously very stressful um but i i can't even begin to imagine going every day with thinking like there's something physically wrong with no, you
1: it's it's and it's much better now and it's very rare that it pops out but like especially before I got help like just thinking back to it I'm just like it's just crazy how exhausting and overwhelming it is and even now like you know I'm sh- like when you're anxious about something like it be- it's so tiring and exhausting it takes away from like school and Social and it also like feeds into OCD and anxiety because there's times where like I've been anxious about something for a while and then just like naturally you're tired and exhausted. Yeah. Then I'll look up like, why am I tired and exhausted? And then like it'll come up like, oh, you might have this. And I'm, great like, oh, tumor. I'm yeah, like, great Yeah.
0: Great. Great. Thank you. No, it, it they really do connect. Like, I was just talking to my therapist because so I'm like, I just I go through these periods where I'm happy and sad, and she's like, well maybe your brain is just anxious for the next time you're going to be depressed, that your happiness cycle Mm. shortens because you're so worried about the next time you're going to be sad. And then you are sad. And it's literally just like a constant, constant cycle.
1: It's so true. And I'm like, similarly, like I found that sometimes my anxiety creeps up when I am looking forward to something in the future Yeah, where it's like, um, you know, there might be something like on the weekend, it's like Monday where I'm hanging out with my friends and something I look forward to. And then, you know, I'll have like anxiety, like, Oh, well, you don't know, like might die before then. Or like yeah. something, maybe not to that extreme, but like.
0: Something's going to happen. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's like stuff that like, cause you know, what makes, you know, one of the great things about, I sound like a philosopher. One of the great things about life is like looking forward to something. Yeah. And like, when you can't look forward to something because of your, you know anxiety or OCD or
0: whatever, it may, whatever be. it may
1: be like it's just one of the worst aspects of it for sure
0: I see if I don't have something to look forward to there is nothing motivating me I have a countdown on my phone of anything and if that countdown ends I restart like a couple months ago it was a concert I was looking forward to
1: oh a concert of
0: the creator oh no way yeah it was cool fire and nice. now it's literally a countdown to when classes end sure because
1: <laughs> don't 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 feel too um, i have that same thing i don't do it like i don't actually do it, like mentally the same thing and for me like today is uh like getting five guys later it's been like it's like my my thing looking forward <laughs> to saying it out loud it sounds so sad no but...
0: i i just got a milkshake from five guys that thing was so good <laughs> okay cool um no yeah i definitely like the yeah. If I ever have plans, the the time before having those plans is literally me sitting in anxiety. When you said you were heading over, I sat out there and paced. I'm like, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming. <laughs> and like, if someone's like, oh, you want to go out? I'm ready two hours before the designated time, ta- like whenever sure. they're picking me up. And then that hour beforehand, I am pacing. I'm stressing. Oh out. yeah. What if they get in a car accident? What if I get in a car accident? Where are they? Why aren't they here yet? Are they not going to hang out with me? Are they like, it's literally just like, it's so stressful for literally no reason. And by the time I'm in the car, I'm like, I'm tired. <laughs> I don't want to hang out. Anymore. That's
1: so true. Yeah. like that. I mean, that's so true. Like, I remember a couple of weeks ago, like, just like a, a normal, like someone my age, like me and my friends were going to a bar. And I remember just like before, before I was just like, you know, g- going out to eat just like a social thing. I was just like, you know, what if there's like, what if there's a fight? Like, what if there's this? What if there's that yeah. before? And I'm just, like, running scenarios in my head of, like, what could go wrong. And I'm, like, exactly like you said, like, you get in the car. And I'm, like, I'm actually ready for bed. I don't I <laughs> I'm, I'm going to leave, guys. Yeah. Um, I
0: definitely, with COVID, like, I used to be, you know, scared of social situations. But it was more the socialization. But ever since COVID, I've now been more scared of literally anything bad happening. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to never have flight anxiety. Uh, I... <laughs> The first i first vacation I went on, it was during winter break. I went to Florida. I'm crying profusely on the plane. I'm like, we're gonna crash. We're like, we're done for. And if even a slight bit, bit of turbulence, tears, absolute tears. I used to never be scared. Now if I go out, I'm like, I mean, I'm not as COVID conscious as I was beforehand, sure. but definitely before I was like, I have COVID. I'm dying. This oh. is the end. And now if I go on a big public setting, like when I was, I was at um, a concert a couple of weeks ago. And it was a very, like, small venue. I'm like, someone's going to shoot this up.
1: Oh. I. Have, whenever I go to the mall, that's, like, the first thought in my head is, like, there's going to be a shooting or something. Like, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, the mall I usually go to, there's been multiple shootings there.
1: Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I'm not going to that mall. But, yeah.
0: Don't go to the South Shore Plaza. Braintree,
1: <laughs> Mass. Oh, okay. Actually, no. That's not too far from me.
0: When you see the world in such a negative way and like you're just constantly stressed about anything bad can happen it literally sucks the happiness or good out of life
1: Mm.
0: and then that ties into depression here's like why the fuck am I even getting out of bed if this this or this can happen
1: And it's you're right and then one of the biggest things too is like, like think about all that like exactly what you just said and then having to focus on a school assignment that you have due or something yeah. or like a task for work or whatever. And then you're just like,
0: I, I don't want to do this.
1: Yeah. That's been like my main, or not main, but like something I've thought about too, is like, especially in college is because it's obviously like mental health, like, you know, kind of only like people you're close to, you know, for whatever reason, um, you know, you choose to, to let know and whatever. And like your professor is not really someone that you, necessarily like hey like i have anxiety you know so yeah um but i found it sometimes difficult where like there might be a week where like i'm very anxious and very uh depressed and i've had you know some health like things that i've been worried about and like a paper or an assignment like isn't done on time or whatever and it's just like because at that point like you can't really i don't want to just be totally open about my mental health but, like also at the same time it's like look it wasn't i don't it's not like i don't like your class or i don't like this or that i'm like, not just, in the
0: effort like it's just yes. not my week yeah i had a full week where i told my manager at my internship i'm like you're not going to get much out of me this week and i emailed some professors and like thank god there's professors like professor holtzman i love that man love like, professor
2: <laughs> <Holcomb>.
0: <laughs> but like there's some professors that are very responding to it and like I won't be like hundred percent like completely honest, but just being like, hey, like I'm not doing well this week mentally. Right. And like I'm sorry, but like I can't can I have an extension on this? Cause like it when you're already not doing well mentally, and then there's other things like college is so mentally draining. <laughs> I I am so jealous that you get to graduate in um what a month now? Yeah, a month. Yeah, yeah. yeah. don't yeah. mention it, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got another two years plus grad (laughs) school. Um, Um, No, but like, like I know when I retire, at least from doing accounting, I want (laughs) to be a professor purely for the fact that like, I want to be like, this is what it's supposed to be like. Like if a student emailed me and was like, I am struggling. Have fun. like, Get some rest and like come back to me when you're feeling better.
1: You just planted like now that's exact. I think I'm just going to change career paths to being a professor and just like wearing like nice suits and just being like (laughs) the coolest professor, like being so understanding, but yeah, you're right. Cause I mean, it is a great feeling. Like there's been a few professors where I've had felt comfortable enough to like explain to them yeah, and being like, Hey, you know, this week it's been tough. And, you know, I I do care about your class and this and that. And I want to, you know, give you a good paper, but I just, I can't. And, you know, when there was, uh, you know, responded to that like it's such a nice feeling and that just goes to like overall just like you know having people understand that not feeling alone is it's such a big help and it and there's not I don't think it's adequate like high school or college just like education in general because you either have to feel you know comfortable enough telling someone your experience or like they have to actually respond and sometimes there's you know they're not as Pathetic. understanding you're empathetic so
0: yeah I had professors last year I literally when I tell you in the three week span I had three people I know die, three and I even wow. <laughs> so bad I emailed all the professors every like the three times like this person died. I have to go to the funeral and like some professors were like don't worry about this assignment mm. you're gonna get a 100 don't worry and other teachers were like that sucks and I'm like I'm sorry sorry yeah, it's my fault because <laughs> I had to miss I, I went to two out of the three. Like I had to miss two classes. Plus I was, you know, grieving. I'm literally on the way Naturally. to the second funeral, and I get a text, be like, this person died. I'm like, <laughs> like I emailed one professor, and they're like, and I'm so close to him now. If anyone has ever had a professor Drawsda, he teaches management.
1: Oh um, uh, Ed, yes, I Ed, love Ed. I love him. I love Ed. Shout um, out to Ed.
0: <laughs> he was. So like unbelievably mm. understanding. He's like, I am so sorry. I'm like, eh, whatever. Now I laugh. Like any anything bad that's happened to me, I now just laugh at because that's my best way of coping. Everyone's like, I sure. it's not there's nothing funny. I'm like, it's no, dude, this yeah. is so funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um no, but like, I think if you're in a profession where you deal with, you know, I think if you're any profession that you are in charge of people or you constantly have to deal with people, like empathy is like important. Like, I want to own my a business one day my own accounting practice like if my employee is going through something i'm not going to be like nope taxes now thank you
1: <laughs> right well i mean there's something so just like if you drop down the titles and the occupation like at the end of the day it's it's just like we're all not not to sound you know like gandhi but like we're <laughs> all humans at the end of the day and like you know we're all someone might be struggling or, or this and that and like you know does an assignment that's worth 10 points really, really matter, matter in the long run or does the
0: mental health of a student exactly. matter more exactly. and i think you see that in some people like people's teaching like again bring back to professor Holtzman, he's like mental health matters if you need a day take it and right. like
1: it's so it's so big for someone who struggles with mental health
0: yeah and like it, it's it's so mind-boggling that like I know damn well any every single person has had a bad day Mm
2: -hmm. I'm
0: like I'm sorry that I have to turn this assignment in late but like I'm struggling right now right Um,
1: yeah like that's not it's not a it's not a knock against you or your class but especially on a bad day turning in an assignment on Frankenstein is not like my (laughs) highest priority
0: (laughs) sorry i have better things to worry about right yeah I mean I definitely see college being a little more understanding yeah definitely high definitely. school like high school like
1: that was bad. yeah my like last like month of like senior year of high school which is like already like kind of a kind of a joke um <laughs> if you're a senior in high school you didn't hear that but um, <laughs> <laughs> no, um but, like I would have therapy appointments at like 2, 2 30 so I would leave school like a little bit early and you know when you're in high school like you have like rotating schedules so it's not like I had the same class at the end of the day every 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 time and some professor some teachers were so understanding like for example my French teacher she was like I she was like don't worry about it at all you know you're graduating in a month and
0: my French teacher was an asshole <laughs>
1: I know most 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 French or foreign language I feel like that's like a common thing with her an asshole but uh this french teacher thankfully was she was wonderful but right there's some where it's just like um you know you okay but you have to you know your participation grade is going to get marked or like okay well you have to get the notes like you know, yeah it's just like oh okay okay you don't sorry. give two
0: shits about me yeah no my accounting teacher in high school was like my my mentor and like anytime i was struggling i can go down and talk to him and like it was so relieving.
1: That's so nice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and now like I guess Ed is my my mentor. Like, I'll especially when I had him as a professor, like I felt like I could, you know, be open about a lot of things. I don't have him now. And my schedule is so busy to the point where I can't even like take two seconds for myself,
1: right. let alone I, talk that. To,
0: <laughs> go out of my way to like talk to someone.
1: Um, I mean, you mentioned that, not to not to interrupt, but like you're good. That's one thing too. I've I've noticed, like, especially, you know. Having struggled with mental health, is that like now, like as a byproduct of that, I purposely make my day so busy <laughs> to not give me a time to just have like my thoughts wander. So like, I was like looking back, um, you know, like I have, you know, done like internships and work, and I'm just like, I literally like, there's times where like, I gotta leave my house at like 7 a.m. Yeah, and then like get back at like 10. Um. It doesn't help that I'm like a commuter student too, but like, I'm just like, I'm not giving my mind an opportunity. I'm not going to entertain my, that possibility my mind wandering. And I've noticed that like, that's something that I I, kind of do now is like, I make my days busy. And I mean, there's pros and cons to that, but
0: yeah, no, I just made my work schedule like last summer. I was a workaholic. I'm like, no, 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 no! I'm not gonna do that again this summer. I just made my schedule for the summer, and I'll be working 50 plus hours every week. <laughs> wow! <laughs> because yeah, like,
1: I'm the same way. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm working in a waitressing job, and I'm doing an accounting internship, and like, good for you. It's it's nice because I'm making money, but is it healthy in any way? Probably not. Well, at least I'm making money. <laughs> right.
1: No, I, I the same. I I took two internships last summer. Yeah. And I was literally just like, I would drive into Boston, and then I'd come back. I like. Two or whatever, because they're both part-time. And then I'd like start my remote internship. And looking back, I was like, all right, you know, that's probably a little much. But like I kind of overcompensated being like, okay, I don't want to worry. I don't want to have time. Because like, you know, the times when like anxiety can get the worst, is when you're just like sitting in sitting, your bed. Yeah. That's why I have like a terrible relationship with like going to sleep. Cause yeah. it's like you just like, it's like now I'm just like. I always have to like listen or watch something, which probably isn't the healthiest, but like, no,
0: I will watch a YouTube video before I go to bed. Oh, I yeah. literally have, unless like I'm sleeping over someone's house, but other than that, like, I'll
1: still do that. I'll be in the corner with my AirPods. In. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it really
0: depends on the person, but like, yeah, no, I have to watch youtube videos because if i'm alone with my thoughts for like two seconds no and like yeah i did the same thing over the summer i worked in boston i would get back at like three straight to my waitressing job i'd be there to midnight and i would be too tired to even take my work clothes off right. let alone things so i'll literally just right. pass out. wake up early in the morning do the same thing and it was a rotating schedule right. i'll be doing that again this summer
1: <laughs> and obviously there's pros and cons to that but like i mean there is it does you know If you just think about it like in a vacuum, like having more time just to like think for you and me like that makes it worse sometimes. So that's, you know, I'm sure why we both make crazy hectic schedules.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know my I'm taking six courses now. I obviously do this. I work at my internship for like math, 18 hours, 20 hours. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll pick up shifts at my waitressing job if I'm feeling you know fun i just want to <laughs> make some extra i mean i picked up a shift last saturday and made 300 bucks one night so there you go. i will take it there you go um and ever like i have people in my life and be like abby like you need to like you need to right, you same. need to chill like enjoy life i'm like
1: Shh. like you don't get it if i have 20 minutes like my <laughs> life is gonna spiral so just shut up <laughs>
0: shut up let me work please yeah. like even like my wages job like any of my coworkers, I love you. Any of my managers, if you just happen to stumble upon this, I love my job. Please do not fire me. <laughs> but like,
1: I. It goes for me as well.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm not like, it's a waitressing job. It's right. tiring. I deal with shitty people that have nothing oh, better I'm to sure. do other than yell at me. don't even
1: think of that. Yeah, um, I'm sure you do.
0: I'm running around. I'm covered in guacamole. I smell like chicken. It's just, it's not like cute. And I don't like, but like at the end I'm making money and it's like, a weight. wait. Like I, I can't focus on like a, a test I have tomorrow. I have to worry about what wine that woman just ordered. Cause I completely forgot.
1: And you can't focus on, and the big reason why I do this, you can't focus on like an anxiety or like something that you were worried about. Like, yeah. like you said, like I got to get you know guacamole to table three i don't have time to worry about (laughs) if i'm dying or not you know obviously not to that extent like that's why too it's like i think that's the same thing with like the gym i've noticed like that's something that i do you know as like a coping mechanism is going to the gym because it's like when you're lifting weights like i'm not thinking about like that twitch that i had earlier today like is that something or you know that lump or whatever like or like other anxiety inducing thoughts like i'm focused on lifting the weight or doing this exercise because like you have to when you're doing the exercise. And I think, you know, that's been helpful for sure.
0: Yeah. My almost two year relationship ended last summer and like, I could have stayed home and cried and I did for a week. And then I was like, I'm going to work the day we broke up. I had work. And so I'm literally, I was doing fine. And then like the two seconds, it kind of died down. Like the restaurant died down. I'm like, It ended. I yeah. <laughs> just were crying. And the like the three coworkers I was with, like we like we were all like relatively the same age. Like we not like close to that point, but like I just stand there and I'm crying. And one girl was like, Are you okay? I'm like, my relationship ended. She really <laughs> grabs water and um shout out to Michelle. And then my Hello. other coworker, James, he was like, Are you okay? I'm like, I got dumped. He's like. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. and he did not know how to respond after that. I'm
1: sorry, but table three actually <laughs> needs <quality laughs> right
0: now, No, but they were all like, if you like me, does like go, like go take a break. And like, there's obviously been days where like it hasn't been the best distraction. I literally go into the back room, ball my eyes out, and my coworkers have been like, let me go take care of this. And sure. it's, it's nice. That's nice. Shout out to my Jake and Joe's crew. Love Jake, you. All. You work at
1: Jake and Joe's. You wait. Do you know what that is? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I used to frequent Jake and Joe's. <laughs> I've had many oh, buffalo chicken sandwiches from Jake and Joe's. It's a fantastic. Uh, I I endorse Jake and Joe's for people wearing.
0: <laughs> I have. I mean, I I've eaten the food so many times. We do have a new menu. Actually, Just plug
1: in Jake and Joe's Jeff
0: Runnington, <laughs> I'm gonna send you this Jake and Joe's now has a mobile app that you can sign up and get rewards. And um, it's great, you get every dollar you spend pre tax. Wow, um, you that's a points. every 200, you get ten dollars off on your birthday, you get 15 dollars off, and every so often, <laughs> you get a five to ten dollar. <laughs> um, no, it's 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 decent.
1: I'm gonna get the app, I'm gonna get the apps. <laughs>
0: Love the support. And we got pork dumplings now. Those are really good.
1: Oh, pork dumplings. <laughs> really good. Um, but no,
0: yeah, I've worked there. It's actually my one year anniversary there.
1: Oh, so congratulations.
0: You no, know, it's <sighs> not that bad. I mean, I the only thing that's gone me through is literally my co-workers. Right. Like they're they're my best friends now. That's great. Shout out to the Saturday crew. Lovely
2: Shout
1: fun. out.
0: <laughs> um, no, but busy schedules can. Are nice but like they're draining i would not i wouldn't recommend it because all like, oh, right totally i'm i'm burnt out like i'm burnt, not
1: i was, I was so. right and i mean part of it is like learning with like experience what works for you and obviously like you said i mean if you load your schedule up you're gonna get burnt out but you have to find that balance where it's like keep yourself busy but not where you're you know
0: overworking yourself oh, to the point right. you're tired i mean like if you you know find those like i literally sat outside and read for like a good hour and that was so it i'm was so nuts. jealous i love that um what do you read what book plug time well i had to go to barnes and noble because the josh peck thing happened the other day i
1: saw i was jealous
0: and i wanted to get the book signed which i did
1: congrats oh
0: and i plugged the podcast when i met him <laughs> i'm like you know this because it's centered on mental health i'm like you know right. this is really inspiring I have a mental health podcast, and it, he's like, what's the name? I'll check it out, which I know is such BS, but I literally don't care.
1: He seemed like a genuinely nice person. Like- no, he
0: was so kind. I'm reading It Ends With Us. I'm only on page 40. It seems like a romance book that's going to turn really sad. <laughs> really like it so far, though. Uh, Get it, your nearest Barnes & Noble. <laughs> no, I literally sat out there and read and it, it was so nice. And I think now that the weather is getting better, like... Yeah.
1: My like, friend Ryan and I are going longboarding tomorrow. Very cool. So I, I heard that on, the, on the, one of your previous episodes. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I've, I mean, obviously, like seasonal depression is like super real too. So
2: bad.
1: Um, which I've struggled with, but also like read, I've found reading. It's so strange. Like thinking back to like when I was in high school, I was like, you read for fun. Like, what a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> she said it. She said it, not me.
0: No, I, listen, I, I, I used to be a book nerd, and then no, but like I no no people, no, that, right, people right. are like no what reading for fun what are you a loser
1: right no but I mean it's 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 so helpful because I mean like it's just like any it's just like watching a movie or a TV like it's if you immerse experience. yourself right I've um shout out to uh, shout out to the Stoics I don't know if you're familiar with Stoic philosophy
0: I'm I'm not I don't know philosophy like that
1: for those of you who don't know. Stoic philosophy is based, it's just like, you know, my understanding of it, which is probably wrong, is that I found helpful is like, Stoic philosophy basically centers on like, you have to know what you can and can't control, which is like, helped me tremendously with mental health, because it's true. It's like, um, you know, you can control your mind, but you can't control if someone else likes you, you know? And if you spend time worrying about something you can't control, like, you're going to get frustrated, you're going to get sad, and obviously it's easier said than practice, but uh, yeah, I've, I've found like stoicism and philosophy and just reading in general super, um, you know, helpful and like it kind of just you know like you said like you read for an hour outside it's like super nice and calming so I found it com- like really helpful for you know my tel but like generally I mean I think everyone should probably probably just pick read up a book
2: yeah.
0: Even if it's like Diary of a Wimpy Kid, I don't care. Just get out of your head
2: for like 2 seconds. <laughs>
1: Read a book, would you? My god.
0: Um, right. but like with control, like I am such a control freak. Like any project, mm. I no, I can't if like no one's doing anything, I will take on anything and like I hate when things are not in my control. It just is me out. Like I hate mm. when someone else is drive when someone drives they might be the best driver i know nope it freaks me out because i'm not in control of what they do with their car and what, everything like that like they can crash and like it scares the shit out of me um but like yeah it's it's trying to like like realize that like yeah you can't control certain things mm. and you need to be okay with that right you can control yourself and how you approach things and how you react to things and that's it uh
1: wow you said that like a true stoic philosopher i couldn't have said that better that's so true
0: well i'm adding it to my title <laughs>
2: stoic philosopher I know.
1: I know well like i mean like and this is like a recent example like you know worrying about like for example like you know someone like liking you and it's like it's so hard in the moment because i mean that's such like a real like emotion and to have but like then you look back then you you know through the lens of stoic philosophy or just like in general knowing what you can and can't control it's like okay, I literally can't control if someone likes me.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm worrying about something that I, I have no influence yeah. over. So, like, and then, like, looking back, like, I've wasted the last, like, hour or so, like, worrying about it and checking, you know, their status, are they on their phone, or, what, you know, whatever, yeah. maybe. Like, I literally can't control, it. like, what's the point of stressing over? It? And, like, so it's harder to do in practice than saying it, but I think that's incredibly, like, helpful. It's, like, i can't control this and i'm worrying about it like can i take steps to change it no so i don't know, stop work but
0: yeah if it's something you can if it's something that you can't change within the next five minutes stop thinking about it obviously it's so much easier than done but like I- and
1: like i mean i want to work in like politics and government so it's like <laughs> you know um that, that- kind of contradicts some stuff but uh no i mean obviously there's gray areas and what yeah. have you but right
0: yeah. I mean, I used to stress so much about literally everyone liking me and like, obviously it's on the back of my mind. Like, I really hope sure. this person likes me, but like, it's not like there are people that are, that's not going to like me. I don't like a lot of people. So why do I expect people to like me? Like, I'm not going to get along with everyone I meet. And like, it's right. what's I found helpful is like just repeating little, like what's the word phrases, like in your head of like, I can't control this um like today's gonna suck and tomorrow might suck and the day after that and the next week might suck but at some point it's going to get better it, it may suck after that but at some point you're going to feel happy and it's just right. like reminding yourself of like you're in a bad place now but at some point even if it's for five minutes you're gonna feel okay
1: right that's that's so true i'm i wear a necklace and with uh, a pendant that says uh this too will pass, which is, like, sort of a common, uh, you know, phrase for, like, mental health or other things, yeah. but it's so true um, because, like, looking back, like, struggling for something, you know, in the past or even now, it's, like, right now sucks and there's no denying that it sucks, Yeah. but, like, eventually it will get better, and one of the analogies that, I, that I've, um, you know, I noticed one day when I was taking a walk was that, um, this was a few months ago, like in the winter. Is that you see like trees in the winter, and they look like so <clears> gross, <throat> and they're just like bare, and there's just there's just sure, a tree yeah. with snow. Um, but then, you know, in a few months when spring comes, like that same tree is gonna have tons of flowers. It's gonna look nice and pretty. And so I just like thought I was like, you know, it's kind of like an analogy to us, like right now, like right now it may suck and
0: it may not be like the prettiest thing it may not be
1: pretty and but spring always comes like spring always comes and you will eventually feel better and you know you will get through this you know it might take some time but like it's inevitable and like there's like power i think there's power in that like knowing that spring is always going to come so um
0: and like with that as well it's like yeah, winter's going to come again, but like be in the moment when spring does come. Like in it's, it's
1: such a great phrase, be in the moment.
0: Yeah, like be grateful for the bit of happiness. Like I need to practice what I preach right here cuz like I'm so worried for the next time that things are going to get shitty again that I don't necessarily like live in that moment. And then the moment passes and I'm sad again. I'm like, like, I wish I took that more for it. Like, I wish I was more appreciative of that time.
1: I've I'm never related to anything more in my life. <laughs> I, I actually, a couple of weeks ago, I got a, my second tattoo. And it's a quote from one of the stoic uh, sort of readings that I've been reading. And it says, true happiness is to enjoy the present. And I was just like, that's so true. Because that's something to struggle with. Like being in the moment is hard yeah like when you think about it's like it's it's literally all that's guaranteed is like what you have at this instant not to sound too philosophical but it's like true (laughs) like you can't control the past and the future isn't guaranteed like all you have is like right now and if you make the most of that like it's so satisfying
0: yeah
1: like you you know
0: i mean with the uh anxiety you're so worried about the fucking future depression you're so hopped up on whatever happened in your past it's like what what the fuck am I supposed to do? Um, And I definitely, I've definitely become more grateful for like the little moments I do have. Mm. um, Cause I definitely have like such a strong friend group now. And like, you know, with, you know, this podcast, like it's been extremely like rewarding and it's Mm. um, I have a lot of good things going for me in this, in this moment. Mm -hmm. Um, So like, I'm trying to absorb every little thing I can, but there's obviously moments where I'm like, all right what is this gonna wrap up like i don't want to get my hopes up here because i have low expectations for literally everything i go into even as like a movie i go into every movie and be like this is gonna suck and like sometimes i'm like i was right and other times i was like blown away but like i take that approach with life like any new relationship i get into whether it be like romantic or platonic or Mm -hmm. like literally any experience and like it is like of us, like I, me and my dad have the same quote. We're not pessimists; we're just realists.
1: <laughs> we're, it's great. We're really just pessimists.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pessimists in disguise. Yeah, I definitely. It's 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 obviously like this is something I have to like drill into my brain, right? Like, and it takes
1: work. You can't just like begin to be like enjoy the present. Like yeah. first, it takes the recognition, like you talked about, and then it takes like. It's like, you know, working out or trying to lose weight, like anything in life, like it doesn't happen overnight. Like it takes no developing
0: process it. or journey. Is linear. Wow. <laughs> call me a philosopher. <laughs> no.
2: You've got
1: a couple of those. So I'm like, am I talking to Aristotle right now? This is crazy. No,
2: but like That's
1: my next tattoo, by the way, really? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's fun being like spontaneous too. Where I just called the place. So I'm like, okay, I have an appointment book in like three days. So like i better settle on something because yeah. it's, it's gonna happen
0: i mean a huge lesson i've taken out of this conversation is like get little little phrases
1: get little phrases tattooed on you
0: <laughs> but no like definitely like it, it does take time mm-hmm. to like you know rewire your brain like that but like even if you have a post-it note like on your door being like oh yes today's gonna be a good day like sure well, you're sure. Gonna, like i'm gonna look at that shit at first and be like shut the like You don't know that post-it
1: note I'm the first person to be like that's so cliche <laughs> and then, But if you but
0: remind yeah. yourself Little by little that like Whatever is on that post-it note is true Like if you can convince yourself That someone hates you because you repeatedly Said in your head they hate you You can rewire your brain to be like Today's going to be a decent day
1: Totally, Your brain is very powerful
0: It's that's... also your worst enemy sometimes Yeah
1: I have a love-hate relationship With my brain
0: yeah it's you know i i'm intelligent in some senses and other times i'm like what do we really need to stress about this right
1: now well it feels like i mean it feels like sometimes like it's like sometimes i like talk to my brain like it's a person I'm like what are you doing man like you're just sabotaging me like i thought we were in this together right
0: like we're literally in the same body like let's like let's talk about this. no i really have looked <laughs> in the mirror and i'm like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> there is no need for this
1: uh, that's so true i i I mean, but it's, like, it's so, like, interesting that it's, like, it's such a weird concept to think that, like, your brain, you know, could lie to you or, you know, is tricking you, but it's, like, it can. Um,
2: So sometimes
1: you just... The chemical
0: imbalances in your brain are really fighting against you.
1: Yeah, sometimes you just say, you know what, brain, fuck you. Shut off.
0: Shut off for, like, two seconds, please. Yeah. And those distractions help your brain from, like, yeah. Calming down for like ten seconds and like
1: distractions and quick reminders. Like over time, those can have like a real, a real impact on like how you think and how you behave. So, who cares if it's cliche? Who cares if it's cliche? Who cares? Like, you know, one of the things too. Like when I thought about like the "it's lying" tattoo, I'm like, no one's gonna know what that means. It's like who cares? It means to me. It means something
0: to you. I mean, like the phrase, "like everything happens for a reason." I don't see. I see that as like every little thing that happens to you it there wasn't like a universal figure that like determined that I, I take it in the sense of like there is something you can learn from each and every experience sure what you got for dinner at Nick's place is not gonna be like the most groundbreaking life-changing experience but like chicken tenders are great by the way <laughs> place. Um, but like definitely like if something bad happens like my breakup, for example, like it, it hurt, it kicked my ass, but like I learned so much about myself from that and like learning like what I want in a relationship and like what isn't good in a relationship. And just like, I, I became a whole new person. Like I became completely independent and like my, that's when my internship started. I became very career focused. And like, honestly, I'm fucking grateful for it, Um, but definitely like taking things that bad happen to you, like obviously in the moment, like cry about it, grieve, whatever you just lost yeah. deal with. Don't internalize
1: it. right? Um,
0: yeah. Let it out. But then after like, take a step back and like, look and be like, okay, this sucks. What yeah. can I learn from it? So it? Doesn't happen again.
1: Totally. Totally. I um, mean, that's all you can do, right?
0: Yeah. Learn from not your mistakes, but learn from the experiences you have because you don't want to feel that again like, sure, you're going to feel a heartbreak again, but, like, at least it isn't for, like, you know, you just, it's not forever. Yeah, it's not for, like, that, that heartbreak literally felt like it was going to be, like, a forever thing, and, like, sure, I'm perfectly fine now, and I was perfectly fine, like, months after it. I mean, obviously, like, there was some, like, trauma, per se, coming from that, but, like, it wasn't, like i wasn't like oh i miss him like no no i was very
1: happy that that was over but like with anything like like that related or mental health like the feeling like you know i have cancer i'm like you know one of the anxiety thoughts like in that moment it feels so real and like life ending and it's just like in your face like I mean, really, it's, like, everything we talked about, like, knowing that, like, that's not going to last. It's not the end of Nothing the world. Is forever. Nothing is forever. I mean, there's power in knowing that. It's so hard in the moment. I mean, it really is, whether it's a breakup or whether it's worrying about something. Like, it's tough to have that, like, maturity and perspective to be like, oh, this isn't going to be forever, so I'm just not going to be sad or I'm not going to worry.
0: Yeah, I mean, even, like, earlier today, I'm like, I'm tired of this shit. shit. This shit's never going to get better. And, like, it's going to get better. Like, I had a little mishap this morning. That was it. It's going to be fine. But yeah, no, it's obviously harder in the moment, but I do a lot of like reflection, whether it be like, just like sitting there or like writing it down. Just feel like, Oh,
1: journaling's huge. Yeah. Yeah, No writing
0: has definitely helped you just feel like, okay, what can I learn from this? And like, I'll read journal entries from like months ago, just to be like, okay, what can I learn from that? Or like, how have I changed? And like, even how I've changed, like, with, like, my mental health and how that's developed, like, that's just motivating in itself of, like, I'm doing, like, sure, I'm not, like, 100%. Like, I'm not going to be 100% for maybe for, like, a yeah. while or whatever, yeah, yeah. but, like, the progress yeah. I've made so far has been, like, extraordinary. And, like, it's awesome. just, like, I'm going it, to, like, it's, again, progress isn't linear, but, like, it's still going forward. Right. Like, from the beautiful song by Olivia Rodrigo, Three Steps Forward and Two Steps Back. <laughs> You're still going for
1: it. <laughs> Shout out Olivia Rodrigo.
0: Still, I, love I you. I want to see her in concert. Oh, me too. That album came out the day of my breakup. Oh my God. It was like too perfect. Wow.
1: <laughs> I just picture like you and like you were listening to that song, like going through like a breakup and like you're grieving. And like the same time that song comes out, like I'm blasting on the radio, like singing with the windows down. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, like
1: at
0: first, I'm like, ah, oh, this album. Will- I don't really care for it. I'm on the way to work. Cause again, it happened three minutes before my shift. And I, First song crank in like in the parking <laughs> lot. I'm like crying. So yeah, fucking yeah, brutal. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean,
1: it's crazy. Like not to get a sidetrack, like how music, like how powerful music is. It's so crazy. Like, you know, a sad song can make you feel sad and a happy song can make you feel happy. It's just like,
0: it's a good way to express how you're feeling. Oh, totally. Tyler, the creator's Igor. Beautiful album, by the way. I recommend everyone listen to his mass Grammy winner, may I say, album. Anyway. Shout out to Tyler. Creator. Shout out Tyler. <laughs> but um, it's, it, it takes you through the beginning and the end of a relationship. It's technically a situa- right. situation ship, but like it's still. Especially
1: like, when you listen to you know, not skip around and listen to every song. Every song is a full
0: story. I did a whole analysis. Don't worry, people. I will be telling everyone about my analysis on this podcast. (laughs) I don't care. It's not mental health related.
1: Stay tuned, folks.
0: Um, But like just being able to be like, if someone's like, how are you feeling? And I put gone, gone. Thank you by Tyler. (laughs) Here you go. This is how I'm feeling. And I like, I've had a, you know, a lot of times where I like, I don't know how to express how I'm feeling and I can be like, Hey, listen to the song and person be like, okay i understand
1: now right right or like you know even like i've noticed like with friends like sometimes when i stalk like spotify and i see they're listening to a certain song <laughs> i'll even go as far as like i saw one of my one of my buddies like listening to um oh gosh what was it, it was just like uh it just it was, it's a sad song and i literally like texted him i was like yo are you you good are you good he's like yeah why i'm like uh, like I was on Spotify and I was stalking you and I saw you were listening to uh, Olivia Rodrigo and I was just wondering you know is everything good. But so true like if I'm happy I'm gonna play you know songs that make me feel happier or like upbeat songs like I'm yeah. gonna play Billy Joel or something like that yeah. I feel good and when I'm sad or something I'll play the creator of Frank Ocean or yeah, something just to, Frank
0: Ocean. Um,
1: just to immerse myself in the sadness of the music
0: uh, no my friend Ryan the amount of times he's crazy, like taking a photo of what I'm listening to and be like are you like I was listening to a playlist it was called when he cheats and he was like what the fuck are you getting cheated I'm like no it's just a really good playlist <laughs> and I have another playlist that's really called down bad and he's like you want to talk about it I'm like not right
1: now <laughs> uh, <laughs> no i'm actually down bad yeah, right no, now
0: just, um but yeah okay we got like four minutes is there any like last last bit of advice be the philosopher you ever dreamed to be like <laughs> yeah. what is i guess like your last message
1: sure i'm, I'm trying to channel you right now and <laughs> coming up with something no i mean you know i think the point of Obviously, what you're trying to do with this podcast, what I try to do, being open and writing about it is to, you know, in hopes of just like if there's anyone struggling with their mental health and they happen across a podcast or they happen across something that I wrote, that there's like a tangible effect, that, like it'll actually help them. Cause I know when I was struggling with mental health and we've talked we talked about it like that being alone is so overwhelming and it's so you know, it just consumes all of you and you feel like there's no hope and no one's going through this and no one can even possibly understand. And, you know, that's why I think this podcast is, or, and anything like it is so important because you can just feel like a little less alone or that someone else is going something similar to you and that you can like recognize that. Um, it helps like so, so much. So I would just, you know, my parting word words is that just like you know if you are struggling you know knowing that you're not alone knowing that like we said like it does get better and I know it sucks right now but you know with time and you know talking to people maybe seeing a therapist or, or this or that like it will get better so um that's sort of uh, I just put my philosopher hat on yes. but that's the best I could come up with but it's true I mean you know um and I will say too is like that's why I think it's so cool what you're doing is because, you know, this stuff, especially like getting college kids to talk about it and like destigmatizing it like for everyone and for guys and for people who might seem like they have it all figured out. Like, it's so important. That's why, um, you know, I think it's so cool what you're doing. So, you. yeah, that's sort of my two cents. <laughs> and to uh, uh, please, if you're in the area, uh, go to Jake and Joe's and tell them how he sent you. <laughs>
0: love it. We love the, the Jake and Joe's um, <laughs> advertisement. No, I um, mean, yeah. I've, you wanna send me like, um, wherever you like, you write your little blogs yeah. And like, I will link oh, yeah. everything. Um, I definitely think like, even just reading something, something like, or listening to my podcast or le- reading what you do, like it is one step closer to not feeling as alone. Um, and I think, you know, the more people open up about it, the more it, it will just totally. spread. It will spread. Cause like, I've, totally. I, I've seen, I've had people like reach out like you that like been like, this is, this is great. What you're doing, yada, yada, yada. And like, it's also just like motivating for like people like yeah us. So um,
1: when I, and I'm sure you've gotten, uh, you know, a ton more than me. Like I, like when, so like the first person was just like, you know, like, dude, I read your thing and like, it's incredible. Like I, it's, not the writing, but just like, you know, <laughs> I, I appreciate, I appreciate it so much. Like, and I just, it's so cool what you do. And I was just like, I am never going to stop writing about mental health now.
0: Yeah. No, <laughs> you know? I was so worried. Like the first episode I posted, cause I'm like, no, I'm going to listen to that. And like, I got six, like overall 60 plays on that. And like, I had a bunch of people text me, DM me. Such so like, this is cool great. Family. And I'm like, okay let's do
1: this (laughs) what time should uh what time are we going to you know hollywood what time is that flight because i feel like a celebrity right now
0: i I mean josh peck knows about my podcast that's pretty cool like come on
1: josh if you're listening (laughs) come on down
0: please no i mean next week i have someone that has like a decent following who does like um, speeches about mental health and like even having like that connection it's like amazing that is
1: so cool well,
0: while we're on the topic, yeah, next Thursday, I'm having, I'm having uh, Wes Woodson come on here. Wow. My cousin um, actually introduced me to him. Shout out to Jake Ross. Um, but he posts YouTube videos. He does little speeches revolving around mental health and his journey. So I'm so excited to have him on. That's
2: great.
0: Um, but yeah, uh, thank you so much for being on here and you know telling me your story and telling everyone Um, I think what you're doing is great and especially when it comes to like guys and like expressing how they're feeling like you're opening up a door for many people many guys so
1: thanks so much really appreciate it and like what I said too like what you're doing is more incredible like the medium of talking about it is such a you know it's so important so I'm so happy that someone's doing it on campus so
0: yeah, I mean that's my main thing was literally just to have people like come here and talk. So if John can do it, anyone can do it, people.
1: <laughs> um, yes, that is very true. If I can do it, literally anyone else can do it.
0: I'm not asking you to tell me your entire life story, but like just a little bit. Let's have a yeah. conversation. Um, but yeah, that's going to be all for you know today's episode. Um, like I said, come back next Thursday to hear me talk to Wes. Um, I don't know what we're going to talk about, but we shall see. Um, And yeah, again, thank you for being on here. And uh, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next Thursday. Goodbye.